This is No Starving Artist Podcast. I'm Anisa Benitez, your host and fellow creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, mentally and spiritually, as we all deserve a successful creative life. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today's episode is primarily a reflection on Pixar's film, Soul. I've been long overdue to watch this one, and... I did on my flight home from a model shoot, photo shoot, acting shoot in Texas. If you haven't seen the film, then this episode is definitely a spoiler, so it may be worth skipping. The film has so many takeaways. It is an animated film, but it's definitely for adults. And it's relevant to the artist's journey as it's all about the artist's journey in the most traditional way. It features a protagonist, and his name is Joe Gardner, who is a struggling musician, jazz musician. He faces a lot of rejection and setback in his career, but he loves being a pianist. And his love for music he shares with others as he teaches in this film, and he's a middle school band teacher. He teaches, and it's able to provide him means financially to get by but he still has this dream of making his break he maintains this single-minded fixation on the dream of really making it as a successful acclaimed jazz musician able to play gigs all the while he disregards the areas of his life where he would feel so much fulfillment because of the single-minded focus until he has a near-death experience, an out-of-body experience, and that's where the majority of the film is focused around. You see his life in the state between life and death, and as his soul is having its journey, and it truly can be a better culture wreck for this podcast. And so I'm going to share some takeaways and reflections from the film weaved into my experience recently going to Texas and I don't know an update from me today's agenda is a bit different as it's a mishmash our culture wreck is our whole topic and focus and I'll weave my personal update into that if you've been enjoying this podcast and getting value from this podcast your support through donation or through rating and review on apple Podcasts makes a difference share it on social And that's how the podcast grows and sustains and helps support others. Otherwise, let's get into it. The film Soul from Disney and Pixar came out in December of 2020. So it's only been out about four months now, but I knew it would be one that would resonate really deeply with me and so I feel quite delayed in checking it out. It's directed by Pete Doctor and Kemp Powers and the screenplay is also with Kemp Powers, Mike Jones, Pete Doctor and it's just a work of art. There's a lot of amazing music. It's just fabulous but rewinding a bit I watched it on the plane on my return home from my most recent modeling and acting job in Texas. I was flown out to Austin, Texas after being in Pennsylvania this week. I was like, oh gosh, 
why am I doing this? But we did it. We got, we boarded the plane during these, you know, questionable times and arrived in Texas where people don't, a lot of people explicitly told me they were like anti-maskers and anti-vax. And yeah, so safety was definitely a concern of mine, but so far so good. And upon arrival, it was just, yeah, definitely a culture shock. It's always really good to get out of our normal comfort zones. And being in New York, it's such a bubble in the U.S. as it tends to be quite liberal, tends to be really diverse, and tends to um, at least come across as more inclusive and then in Texas a little less so. So kept having these funny interactions with people as I arrived in Austin and wanted to explore the downtown area where I was staying the city has transitioned a lot. I know that tech, there's been influx of tech there and that tech boom yields a lot of wealth, but then also a lot of disparity. And so similar to San Francisco, it was interesting to see tons of homeless people um, in the downtown area. And that was actually, aside from me, the only people walking around with me. <laughs> it's always funny to me coming from New York City to other cities where people in the U.S. don't walk around, so it was just me, and um, yeah, a lot of the homeless community, and there were, yeah, tents lining all of the waterfront area, and so I imagine that's fairly recent. So yeah, just interesting to see some contrast there when it comes to people and their souls and their journeys, and kind of witnessing that in a physical way. Then had a two-hour drive to Fredericksburg, I believe it's called, which is outside of Austin between San Antonio and Austin, where it's just beautiful country nature, flower fields for miles, and wildflower fields, which is where this shoot was. I was modeling and standing in a beautiful little satin bowed lace dress turning around in wildflower fields to advertise an upcoming brand a skincare line and yeah that experience is just quite interesting to hear people's stories this one woman used to be in media and then she changed her job to be a beekeeper and she has one of the biggest beehive concentrations in in the U.S. and so hearing her journey was amazing hearing the journey and stories of my makeup artist and other people that I was collaborating with. It's just always fascinating to me to hear so many people's stories and within everyone's stories, there tends to be a lot of pivots. So it's kind of interesting that we're raised to believe that we have a purpose or a path or that life could be linear in that sense, that there's one thing that we could be doing that would be the ultimate. And in those moments and hearing people's stories, I'm reminded, no, There's many journeys and paths that we can take and all of them are just great if they make us feel alive, if we feel grateful for them, if we feel present in those moments that we're doing them. We could be beekeepers, we could be makeup artists, we could be me, the model, and it truly doesn't doesn't matter so much, but our sense of enjoyment of it does. So how much are you enjoying that experience? And in these moments, I'm affirmed that I have the right job. based on what I enjoy personally. I do enjoy being a little bit more of the diva, I guess, or it just kind of supports my 
lifestyle. <laughs> now that I'm pretty into wellness, I don't want to work the longest hours. And if you're on any set or production, you know that, you know, if you're doing the lighting, if you're the camera person, you have to show their, you have to be there first and you have to, and you're tearing things down and wrapping last. So it's quite long days and it is, you know, tough days and long days of an exertion for models and actors, etc. But it's definitely less so. Um, so that was one thing that I observed and yeah, it was a long day, but it was a good day. And I made my way back in this um, lift and my lift driver was this very classic Texan man who had so many good stories about his life and was sharing and imparting some wisdom on me, which I felt was a, a bit traditional in the ways to get a husband type way, but it was also beautiful to hear him share so vulnerably and openly around his life experiences and raising his kids and his divorce. And yeah, I was just so grateful to have those moments and hear his journey because he used to work in tech. He used to work in tech way back in the 80s, 90s, before engineering and things were as it was. But eventually his work and all the expertise that he built up was no longer valuable tech moves so quickly and so his skills were eventually outsourced and as they were outsourced um yeah new new fresh fish new hires came in and he decided to change transition work and became a driver and also has a party bus on weekends where he takes uh different people for wine tours and the vineyards that are there in Fredericksburg Texas but he was happy he was very happy with the transition that he made and that he had more time for life. And that's what this journey is all about. And so that is my update of the week. Got on the plane, watched Soul, and cried at least five times. Once I share my takeaways, you'll understand why. But very resonant to just remember that our life is expansive as we allow it to be. And no matter how fixated and passionate and wanting you are of your creative successful path, you will be successful if you claim yourself to be successful. And the best thing that you can do to move towards that is also enjoy your life right here, right now. So with no further ado, let's get into the takeaways from the movie Soul. So it was very hard to determine just a few takeaways from Disney's soul as it's packed about every minute I had a moment of, ah, and so you can go to thedailyfandom.org and the article, the most important takeaways from Disney's soul, I think is a really nicely cohesive and I guess succinct organization of takeaways the author for the article is Gina Wirtz, and so I'll use that as a reference in sharing my takeaways. So yeah, Disney's Soul, it's definitely one of the deepest movies that has ever come out from Disney slash Pixar, as it's not a film that's geared towards children at all, in my opinion. It's truly for adults, and the timing of this film coming out is so interesting as it coincided with this pandemic and if you know animated films they take so many years 
to develop and come out. And so there's no way that they started this at the start of the year. It must, I don't even know the history, but it must have been a way, a long journey. And the timing just happened to be, um, yeah, a release at the end of 2020 after such a year of introspection for so many of us given the pandemic. Disney Soul follows, yeah, this aspiring jazz musician who spends his whole life chasing his jazz career and having some level of dissatisfaction for his current life, for being a teacher at a middle school, teaching music, and even though he's offered a full-time position, he's like, I don't know, I don't want to be trapped, I want to be living my dream, and he envisions his dream specifically being performing on tour with Dorothea Williams. And he gets an opportunity to audition for her. And then when he does, and she says, yep, you can come play with us the following night, he runs outside, is completely oblivious to the life around him, falls into a manhole, where he enters a space, a gray area called the Great Beyond. Uh, or a conveyor belt leading to the Great Beyond. But he has an opportunity to delay his moving towards the great beyond avoiding death death is a metaphor and instead mentor this soul who's new and the soul's name is 22 and she's had many mentors in her past and each of these mentors is supposed to impart wisdom to them that makes them excited to actually go to earth to start living in a human body this is a bit confusing maybe but ultimately joe connects very deeply with his mentee as he realizes that she is extremely stubborn and he's used to coaching kids but this is something new and he he rises to a challenge but 22 is very scared like many of us are to live and so one of the big takeaways first is yeah she's just like I like being in this in-between place where I don't have to be scared. She specifically says, you can't crush a soul here. That's what earth is for. And that makes a ton of sense. I think many of us have this fear of going for what we want or really going out after the things that make us feel alive that really engage us in life. And we can consider that earth because we don't want to experience being potentially crushed. When we stay in our comfort zone, we feel more security. We can still be crushed in our comfort zone, however, and that's often not thought so much about. But that sense of, I want to stay in my comfort zone and not move and take risks and move towards things that make me fearful is very common for everyone. And she's just having this experience of seeing also how ungrateful and how miserable humans tend to exist too on earth and there are a lot of people who are walking around with a lack of gratitude for the life that they're living and a lot of failure and setback etc and then there's people who are appreciating the simplest things and appreciating their present life like none other even if it's not glamorous which is takeaway number two you don't have to be doing the shiny thing to have a shiny life. When Joe is about to get his hair cut, I don't want to ruin the entire movie, but he needs to go to get his hair cut and he realizes that he's never really had a deep conversation with his barber. This barber that he goes to regularly to get his hair done. And the barber said specifically, 
that he, you know, used to have all these dreams of being a veterinarian and going down a different path, but he's learned to love his job as being a barber. He said, that's why I love my job. I get to meet interesting folks like you and make them happy, make them handsome. It didn't really matter what he was doing so much. He was making people feel good on a daily basis, and that job itself is so rewarding. He's come to appreciate it. He's come to value his current life, and I found that to be, yeah, one that hit home. I think a lot of people want to change jobs, want to change so much in life, but Maybe aren't seeing the abundance and the gratitude of the opportunities to be grateful for what they have in their present present moment. But throughout the movie, you know, Joe continues to be fixated on how am I going to get back to Earth and how am I going to be able to play with Dorothea Williams and actually get back into my body. And when he is finally given this opportunity to play with her, um, as himself, he has the most amazing kind of flow state and he performs with her and then after it's over. And one thing he says is, I've been waiting on this day for my entire life. I thought I'd feel different. Which is common, right? Those moments of happiness tend to pass and that's why if you listen to the previous podcast episode on our pursuit of happiness versus our surrender to joy it's like you it's so powerful to have that surrender to joy as the backbone foundation of you because those happy moments come and go just like sparks and dorothea williams of the character the jazz musician he was dying to play with says something incredibly wise too she says there's a story about a fish who spends all its time looking for the ocean He swims to an older fish and asks him for help. The older fish tells him he's already in the ocean. The fish replies, this is water. What I want is the ocean. Quite similar. The point of the story is to show us that we can spend our whole lives waiting for some grand event, for some big moment, for some big achievement, rather than starting our lives today. So... We have to appreciate, yeah, every moment that we are alive, all the moments that we are living, opportunity for a beautiful life, no matter where you are in your journey. So I guess that was takeaway number three-ish. Weaved into soul is definitely a whole bunch of spiritual messages, whole bunch. Thinking about the great beyond, um, I thought that was a, beautiful way to talk about afterlife what happens after you pass you enter a great beyond like expansiveness where your soul goes to participate in maybe other hobbies things i think many of us think that we have one path and so great beyond sounds nicely expansive there's so much we could be doing in this illusion of earth and so i love that 22, the soul who's wandering, literally says, this is all an illusion. This whole place is a hypothetical. And so many films have been out that have talked about exactly this. We've created this huge man-made world. And we tend to fixate on what's man-made. We tend to fixate on the matrix, jobs, the things, the material possessions. Not so much 
the organic world. There's the ecosystem that's always existed when man didn't make itself superior in its mind. And in that ecosystem, there's nature and there's water and there's rain and there's, there's some real elements. And there's love and there's feelings and there's emotions, there's reactions. There's a lot of beauty. And so I think it's valuable to extract ourselves every so often disconnect ourselves from the man-made world and tune back into what is a little bit more grounded and real. Um, But yeah, a lot of this guy's life, like in the journey of many, in the wandering soul journey and the artist journey, is recognition that you haven't been tapped into living today. There's this little hippie man who is a character and a very notable one, who isn't a dead soul, but through meditation is able to tap into higher level consciousness. And his name is Moonwind. And this hippie who by day is on like West 4th Street twirling a sign, but you know, outside of that job has peace of mind and has reached it through meditation, practices like that. And so I'm so grateful that they featured a character who didn't have to die to have the moment of awakening. Moonchild's Moonwind says, some people can't let go of their own anxieties and obsessions, leaving them lost and disconnected from life. And this is the result. This is the result as in, this is the result of the society that we've created in the matrix. A lot of people shut down, turned off. And the beauty of meditation and all these practices is to tap us back into our aliveness, our spark. And our final takeaway from soul, my final takeaway that I'll leave you with. I have, I have a lot to reflect on, that's for sure. But um, is really just that your purpose and your meaning in life is so simple so basic that was one of my favorite takeaways from goop podcast and the first episode with oprah winfrey and you know there's been a lot of things out there but this episode she's talking about somebody who's just about to pass away it's on their deathbed and their takeaway is just that you know it's all so simple life you know it's it's actually quite simple I think one of the biggest awakenings for me for sure was, and that's something I talk about in the second episode of No Starving Earth podcast, was really experiencing death more intimately with my ex as he had a stroke. And in that time period, um, it's very clarifying. I like to think that meditation, over a decade of meditation, everything like really got me there, but it was also the combination of suffering, awareness of death, and meditation and mindfulness and tapping into those practices that made me get really clear on my intuition and my intuition in the moments where it said, yes, I'm happy, I feel fulfilled and present, the moments where it felt shut down and I felt not able to be expressive. Yeah, our soul, our journey, it's all so simple. Joe Gardner, this jazz musician who had the same fixation as many of us do, where it's Once I get this gig, then I'll be happy. Once I get on tour, then I'll be happy. Once I feel this, I'll feel fulfillment. I'll feel purpose. 
once I get this job, once I have this relationship, I'll feel purpose. What is my purpose? I know I have to live and, and I want to die having fulfilled my purpose. And most of us go through life and are educated, socialized into having this single-minded focus on one destination, whether it's a job, a dream house, stack of money, many things. But we have endless potential. We're infinitely expansive. And we're just here to live in our greatness. We don't have to achieve anything. We just have to embody our worthiness today. I was thinking back to previous No Starving Artist podcast episode, the one on our idea versus our dream versus our calling. And I got a little negative feedback from people where they were like, this is too simplistic. Our calling has to be something epic. And I defined an idea as having a vision. A dream is having a vision of what you desire. And a calling is having a vision of what you desire and can bring to life. So a calling, our purpose, can be anything that we have a vision of that you desire and you can bring it to life. You can fulfill so many things. That means that the world is your goddamn oyster. And so it's important for us to not get so narrowly focused along our creative journey on getting to one end point or being along one path, but be open to that path shaping and shifting. And as it shapes and shifts, know that it shapes and shifts to better you and feel that you're moving it, moving the current of your energy in that direction. You don't need to control, but you do have options to realign. Yeah, so I hope you enjoyed that. If you've been enjoying this podcast and getting value from this podcast, your rating and review on Apple Podcasts makes a difference. Share it on social. Ultimately, I really appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening to this alternative episode where I just talk about Soul the Movie and how I cried about 10 times on one airplane ride. You can find me at Anisa Benitez on IG and TikTok. Lately, I've been sharing updates on my creative days as I've been working outside of the house a lot, more than all of 2020. But ultimately, grateful to stay tuned into your creative journeys as well. You're no starving artist, and I'm grateful to be learning and growing with you. I appreciate you.